Here they come! Hello and welcome to episode 159 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host Eric Moore and today I'm joined by Ian Marchant to discuss the second season Space 1999 story, The Rules of Luton. Alright sweethearts, what are you waiting for? Breakfast in bed? Another glorious day in the core. Well, we're staying with Jerry Anderson. Last time it was Thunderbirds. This time it's Space 1999. Um, now we've done that, Space... Before you cheer, anyone. Before you cheer. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've rather preempted me there. Yeah. I was going to say that we've we featured Space 1999 twice before on yeah, this yeah. show. Um, once War Games with you, yeah. Ian, and uh, Dragon's Domain with Matt. Um so twice before, but crucially, both of those stories are from season one. Yes, and both now those we're, stories now we're dip- are good. <laughs> yeah, and now we're dipping our toe into season two, and because uh, we had to do it sooner or later. So yes, yeah, definitely. What's your um, what's your take on season two? As in, do you remember watching it at the time and realizing something was up? We were just talking before recording about Blake yeah. Seven. And yes. my feeling on season two, Space 1999, is my feeling on season four, Blake Seven, which is yeah. it's a show that you love, but then, you know, it comes back and they've altered things so much and you want to stay with it. You want to enjoy it yeah. because, you hey, feel you should space... love it. Don't you? You feel... Yeah, you should love it. Yeah. But but there, there are so many changes for the worst in season two. Yeah, I, I can remember watching this well watching this exact one live as well uh, i can remember watching it because i loved season one even though i was probably a little bit young to fully understand a lot of the you know the metaphysical side and the you know it was it it was unusual for a, a science fiction show in that it it did have a, a spiritual angle to it um which i find interesting um but then I, I remember season two. I remember having the hops for Maya. I think everyone did, didn't they? Um, but then I, I very rapidly realised how dumb it was. Dumbed down. And I, I lost interest in it quite quickly. Mm. Um, I think it was... What, what Do you remember the episode with Patrick Mower in? Where he played some sort of space... Oh, company? yes, yeah. Oh, that, that I awful... Can't I, yeah, I wish I could tell you... I, I haven't seen... This is the first episode, season two episode I've seen other than The Metamorph. Probably since it was on... <laughs> Oh right, um, yeah. So you've got uh, you've but, got it on Blu-ray, but you've only I've watched the Metamorph. Blu-ray. Yeah, I bought because I bought the Network season one, which is absolutely glorious, uh, and I've watched all of them multiple times. I've, I think mm. I've watched Breakaway like about ten, twelve times on it. Um, and then I saw in in one of the Network sale they had season two. It was like twelve quid or something. And I thought uh, I'll get it because I know there's I know at least the Metamorph is good. Um, and I watched a Metamorph, and I thought, "Oh, this isn't that good." Um, and I never watched any of the other episodes, and I should mm. have, but I just I couldn't 
bring myself around to it. And then when you suggested, uh, should we do a season two? And it was like, yeah, probably. Let, let's have a look. See, because I'm, I'm probably wrong. You know, I, I'm going off of my own memories and fan opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So sat down, watched it. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think I got it in the same sale you did. Yes, um, yeah, I think most fans probably did. Go, yeah. Oh, that sold well. But unlike you, I mean, you know, if I get something, I've got to watch it straight away, really? you know, I've to got, justify the so expense. So I've watched I've them so all. I've Blu-rays I've never watched. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I think with season two, um, I was watching it for the special effects. I was waiting for the, yeah. you, you know, fabulous special effects. Because even though there was a dip in quality in scripts and yeah. some of the changes that they made, you know, you, you know, the costumes... They made a change for the worst, in my opinion. You know, uh, getting rid of Victor Bergman was a yeah. big mistake, in my opinion. Ev, ev, other than, other than the inclusion of Maya, because um, Catherine Shell is is the saving grace of season two. I think she's blessed her. She's putting her heart into it. Other than the inclusion of Maya, I think every other change they made was for the worse. Yep. The music was worse. The titles were worse. The oh. costumes were worse. The storylines were worse. The the acting. I mean, I, 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 I really love Martin Landau, um, and I don't know. This is this quite. This one's quite late in season two, isn't it? Or no, is no, this, mid- no. This is only like episode six or something like that. Wow, because he, he he's given up. He's he's yeah. given up putting any pretense in. At one point, I thought, is he stoned? Is he is he off his tits? Um, yeah, he's he's given up. The production crew seems to have given them. I understand this was a, a budget episode, a bottle episode sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, they filmed it with another yeah. one, didn't they? That's why yeah, Nick, Nick yeah. Tate isn't in it. Yeah. But but it just it becomes rapidly apparent that it's like there's two people in uh, what whatever the hell passes for main mission at the moment, command center or something. Um, there's there's no cast in this really. No. no. It's so cheap. But for all the flaws that we're talking about, and there are lots of flaws, lots. you know, like, like, like I say, the thing that is consistent and still at season the one level work, yeah. is the model work, is the model photography. And, yes. and that's going to factor in what we're going to talk about today, isn't it? Because when something like that happens, it's brilliant. But then you get yeah. everything else and it's like, no, it's not. Yeah, um, the, uh, the, the model work in this is top notch. Um, and when I say model work, I, I don't mean the special effects because, like, you could include the creatures as special effects. I'm on about the model work. The eagle stuff is great. Um, the landings, the planet looks good when it's a model. Um, yeah, the, the model work is top notch. Um, can't can't be faulted really, and it stands out like a sore thumb. It certainly does, and especially yeah. on Blu-ray because oh, you know yeah. the the transfer is brilliant. You know, it does it does look brilliant when it's a brilliant effect but when it's yes. a duff effect which we've got a lot of yeah um that shows it up as well well yeah. this is the i mean you're right the blu-ray it it looks amazing it's um i i would say it's if you're a fan it's probably worth getting a network one because it is the best it will ever look mm. um but you're you're right it shows up when things don't go right like the alien costumes, Mr. Chicken Wire, etc. Um, it just shows up how mm. the paucity of of sort of skills involved in this on the live action side. Mm. Um, 
Now, an, an, an awful lot of the blame uh, of, on season two is is landed at the feet of the producer. Yeah, old Fred. Old Freddy. Fred, you know. Um, and also, Star Trek fans blame him somewhat yes. um, for the changes in the original series Star Trek, don't they? Yeah, I think I, I've, I've mentioned before, I think, I can't remember when it was, but yeah, I don't hold him totally to blame on this one. Um, I think he was a he was a really good uh, yes man producer. Mm. I think he was brought in to do certain things and he did it. And the same with Star Trek, he was brought in to do certain things and he did it. I think the trouble is he's not a science fiction producer. Um, but weirdly, after Star Trek, that's what he was labelled as, mm. which is bizarre. Yeah, I, I think he's a very good producer and he's done some other stuff that's really good. Um, I think it's the guidance he was given as well. You don't bring someone in and say, you know, add more humour, uh, reduce the budgets, bung a monster in all the time because the kids like it. He does. He does everything he's asked for. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the tool, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you, yeah. Used by the studio. Um, yeah, he but... is a blunt tool. I'll give. I'll give you that. But he is a tool. You're right. It's. Yeah. You know, it's like trying to repair your watch with a, a sledgehammer and then wondering yeah. why it breaks. Um, yeah. You. You said just then that he's not a science fiction producer. He's also not a science fiction writer because, of course, he wrote this, didn't he? He did, yes. Yes. Yeah, um, and I think, I mean, it's probably sacrilege. I'll get booed off here, but I think Jerry Anderson's got a lot to blame for season two. I mean, not only the the fact that he he stepped away from it, um, you know, it, not in a fit of peak, but you know, due to stuff going on behind the scenes. But um, he also had a hand in recommending Freiburger for the role. Mm. So really, he perhaps he should have done a bit more uh, in-depth investigation. I think, I think there's an interview um, with Jerry Anson where he says he, he saw this guy was produced on Star Trek. Star Trek's really good. Mm. Therefore, he'll be a good job. A little bit more effort, Jerry, there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I just think I think season one, season one sort of had everything. All the stuff fell into good places for it. Where season two, everything fell into the wrong places for it. Yeah. Um, do you do you, do you know who's responsible for the you know catastroph catastrophic changes to the opening credits? Because the the season one opening credits yeah. are a stone cold classic, aren't they? You they know are. Who they are. They, and and. There's two two types of credits in it. There's the credits that's that tells you what the show is about. So you watch the credits, you know exactly what this show is about, and it tells you the backstory, etc. Which season one does. You you get the full story of what's happened in the credits. Great, you know. And then you've got other titles like I class Doctor Who titles where it's style and it it gives you the style of the show, but doesn't tell you anything about it. But this is just a mess, isn't it? The the open titles here they're like. This is action. Yeah. This is disco. It, it's, yeah. it is so badly done. I mean, obviously, they have to change the credits because, you know, oh, Victor Bergman's not in it anymore and you have yeah. to put Maya in the credits. But why change yeah. that music? The, the music is appalling. Yeah. Well, it's um, Derek Wadsworth, isn't it? Mm. The, the season two yeah. music. Um, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like the season two stuff. Um, it's... it's terrible it's yeah it, it it strikes me as like as if jeff love had done it you know what i mean it's it's not it's not good at all compare it to the classic original um 
It just does, doesn't no. fit. And like but, I say, it tells but, you nothing. You wouldn't... Yeah, sorry. No, I was going to say, but you asked my wife and she prefers it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you've got no response to that, have you? <laughs> no, I, it's like... I was thinking, what what is what is the cost of a divorce these days? No, I mean, I, the cost mainline, of a divorce. Yeah, the cost of a divorce. Yeah, I think you'd be grounds for that. So, like, what what? Why do you want a divorce? Well, well, you are She prefers season two of Space Ninety Nine. Granted. Granted. <laughs> Granted. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I used to have a a, a, a friend. I used to have a friend <laughs> a long time ago. Um, he preferred season two as well. Um, so it's each their own. If you like season two, we're not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, you are, but we're not saying it. No, this is our personal opinions. You know, yes, everything exactly. everything on this show, it's our personal opinions, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've met people mm. that think season one is like slow, boring, talky. Can't argue with that, really. But, you know, I prefer, I prefer that to, to yeah. whatever the hell this is. It's not science well, fiction. Well, let, let, let's it? get this into is, it, yeah. shall we? Yes. I, yeah, I let's, don't let's, know what uh, it is. Yeah. Show. Shall we dive in? Yes. All yeah, right. Let's, so let's take a little they... trip to Luton. <laughs> we'll contact you every 30 minutes to make sure you're all right. We'll talk to you in half an hour. Out. They're edible. Great. communication with Alpha. Who are you? We are the judges of Lutan. What is the crime we... You destroyed life forms on this planet. We picked a flower and ate some berries. That is your crime. You killed members of our society. We didn't realize... But we are merciful, even to criminals of such magnitude. Please believe us, if we committed a crime, it was out of ignorance. You will be given a chance to prove your innocent intent. These are your adversaries. They too are criminals from space who violated our laws. They too claim innocence due to ignorance. Your innocence will be tested in the crucible of combat. The survivors will be given their freedom. It is 42 days that they've been through a space storm, apparently. The moon yes. has been travelling for 42 days through a space storm, and they come out on the other side, and there's this bright blue planet, which, like you say, looks brilliant, doesn't it? You know, that I always like that yeah, in, the, um, in <coughs> the very um, bright Keith Wilson um, yeah, uh, yeah. planets. It makes no sense because all we see of the planet is greenery. There doesn't seem to be much water there, so I don't know why from space it looks bright blue. But there you go. No, well, to be to be fair as well, when we get into this, we'll discuss how this planet works, and there's definite questions yeah. on on that. Um, I've got. But yeah, they, they, yeah. We also get a one of the which I've totally forgotten about the uh, captain's logs from Helena. Don't we on this season two? I'm I'm presuming yeah. most season two episodes, I don't. And she says 892 days since uh, Breakaway. 
Um, mm. So, uh, I mean, you could work that out. I don't know how many years that is. Three years? Uh, just under? Just under three years. Yeah. Yes. So a lot's happened in three years, hasn't it? A lot's changed. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, they've... Koenig, uh, Koenig, Maya and Tony are checking this planet out. They've gone down to see if it's suitable. Yeah. It, it seems to be, doesn't it? Um, and, yeah, we've got very nice model shot of it landing amongst all the yeah, miniature yeah, trees nice. there. Um, all were on film. That's why it looks so good on, on Blu-ray, because they always filmed on film, and it's old Brian Johnson, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I so, mean, Jerry Anson was very clever in that respect, wasn't he? Film on film. Yeah. You know, it costs a bit in the, in the short term, but you get back in the long term, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's a problem with the oxygen supply on board that Eagle, so yeah. Tony's got to go back for another one. Um, leaving yeah. Koenig and Maya to do their survey. It's the it, it's very clunky way of trapping them on the planet and getting rid of Tony because literally Tony does nothing else this whole episode. He, no, he, he he spends his entire time visually looking for a planet in an yes. eagle. Yeah, like, that's all he does. Yeah, that's, that's Tony is another it. problem that I've got. Yeah, yeah. Tony's another problem I've got with season two is I don't like him. I don't like him no. as a character, and I don't think the actor acts him very well either. No, I mean he's um, he was the uh, the Nescafe man, wasn't he, Tony Anhalt? I think he, it was some coffee. Was. It might not be Nescafe, but one of the coffees. Um, yeah, I I never really liked him as a kid. I always I thought there was something about him troubling. Um, but he's that he's that most problematic of uh, supporting characters, the comedy relief. Yes. Um, yeah. And he's not very good at comedy. He's not very good at serious stuff. No. Um, and and yeah, it it just doesn't doesn't fit. So I mean, it's a good thing he's not, because weirdly, it it sort of it feels like it should be Maya and Tony on the planet, and Koenig went back. Well, I presume I presume um, Martin Landau put his foot down. That is My exactly what happened. what happened. No, oh, you're okay. absolutely right. In the novelization, which is based yeah. on the original script. It's Tony and Maya yeah. who are, um, you know, uh, stranded on the planet. Yeah. So, but yeah, this happened a few times because wasn't it, it was meant to be Carter, Alan Carter, who was meant to be the hero of Dragon's Domain, wasn't it? We, yes. Yeah. And, uh, but Martin Landau was like, no, I, I'm, I'm yeah. the hero of this show. So yeah, that's yeah, why they, he, think, he's on this planet. Yeah. Cause, cause um, Martin Landau and Barbara Bain, I think they, they had very, very good agents and they were they were old school Hollywood, and they were I think they were sort of line counters, weren't they? That the the more lines you've got, the better. Mm. Um, but it 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 would fit so much better, not necessarily because Tony Anholt, well, like you say, wasn't wasn't certainly the greatest of actors, but the storyline itself sort of would fit better with Tony as a character because there is sort of a I won't say romance between Maya and uh, the commander, but it's definitely, it there's feels a, like it was written that way, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a closeness, isn't there? Yes, there. yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder what our, um, you know, uh, Tony Anholt, you know, thought of this. If he got the script, oh, I've got a juicy yeah, one. This is, imagine, a, yeah. this is a Tony and Maya story. And then I wonder how he felt. Yeah, yeah. You know, turn, turn up and... 
they give him a new script, and yeah, uh, Tony's been crossed out, and Conan's yeah, been put in. What? Yeah, you're <laughs> flying to the moon and back. Yeah. That's all he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. You're comfortable in that uh, eagle seat. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Get used to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. I was going to say, the other, the other thing I noticed, um, my notes say, it says, uh, um, cardigans everywhere. What? <sighs> Everyone's wearing cardigans. What's going on? Well, this is relevant, actually, the whole cardigan yeah. thing, because, you know, um, when they do their survey, it's a bright, sunny landfill site. That's actually yeah. a landfill site. And this is the summer of 76, which... Oh, uh, the big dry one. Yeah, anyone British remembers the yeah. summer of 76 because it was a sustained drought that went on for, what, like five months, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we're going to go back to... Uh, to um, Jumpers for goalposts type reminiscent here, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I remember we had um, you, you had to queue up at a standpipe to get water in our yep. street. Yeah, um, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't have a bath. All the ponds um, dried up. All, all the, the ponds, lakes yeah. all oh, virtually it was, dried it was up. Amazing, yeah. Um, yeah, and they were filming that in their cardigans. Yeah, during <laughs> their space that thing. Cardigans, yeah. yeah, and apparently they all had flu. None of them were very well. Really? This might explain yeah. actually. Oh, Martin Landau's performance because yes. yeah, they kept going from indoors to outside and going from oh, air right. condition you... to out into sweltering heat, and they all got the flu. Do you think he was glugging the old night nurse? <laughs> That's not a euphemism, by the way. Because <laughs> um, yeah, he he acts stone throughout all of this. He acts like he's off his off his trolley. Um, yeah, it, it's very strange. Maya carries this episode. The the only. The only sort of things that make this worthwhile, other than the eagles, is Maya in this, mm. um, I think. But even that, there's some problems there. Not her fault, but certainly uh, some problems with the script with Maya. Yeah, um, well, well, let, let's move forward a bit, because yes. that's at the point where, you know, uh, Koenig eats a green gauge or a gooseberry or something, and Maya yes. picks a flower, and that's when the screaming starts. Yes. And then yeah. we've got this booming voice, um, a friend of ours from Blake Seven yes. character. It's, it's yeah. Gan. Okay, yeah, Sweaty Gan. Good old yeah. David Jackson. Yes. Um, and he, he, he starts shouting out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know where this voice is actually. In English. Yeah. Where is this voice coming from? Calling them cannibals and murderers. Yeah. Right? Well, and this, this annoys me as well. Cannibals. No, they're not cannibals, mate. They're not cannibals because they are an animal species yeah. and you're not. Therefore, they are not cannibals. Exactly. It's, it's very silly. Um, I, suppose I would say look it up in the dictionary, but of course they wouldn't have one because it would be based on, you know, plant pulp and they wouldn't have done it. Um, mm, true. Yeah, wood pulp. This, this is so silly and it's right into it, isn't it. They don't even give you a little preamble to try and ease you into this. It's like literally Coney eats a berry or something, and then they're put on trial and classified as murderers within, like, about three minutes. It's so bizarre. What's weird, though, is, um, other than the fact that the trees are completely different in the shots that they show, as a, a British person, we're used to landscapes that, like, look like American redwood forests and things like that, like Stargate. It's so weird to, to see behind them the sort of horizon that you and me would have seen as kids. Yes. Yeah. You know, those trees, that sort of thing, the the, the, the quarry bits. It's so weird. Yeah. In in an American science fiction show. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and of course, you know, there are parallels to other shows here. And, and this immediately from the get-go is 
lost in space, isn't it? It's the yes. the, the great vegetable rebellion or whatever yes, it was called. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Which um, is a terrible episode, but is very enjoyable on a very camp and kitschy level. Um, yeah, but this is meant to be serious. Whereas this is meant to be serious. That's the problem. Yeah, the lost in space was meant to be funny. Whether it is or not is another matter, but yeah, it's when this is what you're aiming at. I mean, this is a sort of, this is an amalgamation of um, several science fiction tropes and storylines from other shows, isn't it? It's, uh, you know, it's Arena again from yeah. Star Trek. It's the Great Vegetable Rebellion. Um, it's the Gamesters of Triskelion yep, as well, yep, you could it's, say. Yeah. It's a hodgepodge of... Um, of different ideas just bunged in a blender switched on and hoped for the best mm, yeah. yeah was I right, I've, I've, I've got a note in my it, bear in mind I when when Eric first mentioned doing this, this was what, two months ago something like that, so mm. it's, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm going off my notes and my poor memory, uh, was this directed by Val Guest? It was directed by Val Dear Guest, God I know, How I know, you mighty have fallen you see his, uh, you know, back catalogue of classic yeah. things he's directed, and yeah. <laughs> I wonder he, what he made of this. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so there we have a change of location because right now, yes. um, or at least when the uh, the booming voice starts, it's um, a landfill. Yeah. Next, we've got a soft focus black park. They're running around in black yeah. park now. Um, which anybody who's watched any Hammer film can will recognise it, yeah. Especially recognize. when they get to the uh, the river. Yes, it's like it's like that's so familiar. I reckon, I've been there. Have you been? There? I was going to say I've never been there, but I reckon I could probably find my way around. Yeah, I've been there because, um, yeah. I mean, it's just outside the studios, isn't it? And yeah. um, you know, they did tons of things back in the eighties. You know, when you when you wanted um, uh, the checkpoint between East and West Germany, it was always yeah. filmed in black parks. You've got the big tall pine trees there um and that 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 body of water i went there because you know there's a ufo episode called the sound of silence where the yes, ufo yeah. is actually in the lake that was there it's exactly the same pool of water yeah 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 um, very very familiar yes um this voice this booming yes. voice um appears on koenig's comlink yeah um, yeah his uh he uses this remain throughout the rest of the episode to talk to the trees. He talks to the trees, yeah. yep. Um, and the trees won't listen. Yes, they do. No. Yeah. Um, and it's three of the miniature trees that we've seen the eagle land by on a ridge. Yes. Yep. That right. don't match. There's a so, long shot as well that it doesn't match. It's different trees. It doesn't <laughs> match terrible. any tree that we've seen them running no. around by. And so I assume that they get this image of these three trees. So they are the judges of Lutan. Then those yes. three trees are yes. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're presumably crown court of mm -hmm. Bhutan. Uh, why is Koenig shouting at the top of his voice into his comlock? Well, I thought you were going to go there, but you didn't earlier. In that, there's been a big change in Koenig, where you know before in season one it was negotiate, discuss, yes. but now he's shoot first, you know, oh, yeah, ask questions later. He's completely yeah. changed. Yeah, he's gone from a, a level-headed scientist to an action hero, hasn't he? He's yeah. he's straight away with we need to kill all of these, burn the planet, nuke it from orbit. Ah! Whereas in season one, he would be trying to make peace and work out why and 
communicate and they've probably got a point and yeah it's a different it's not the same character is it at it's all. not at all and as you say very very shouty yes um and yeah the judges of lutan now of course yeah. if you watch this episode it's luton, luton isn't it yeah luton. Luton. an airport isn't it yeah um, now yeah, no, it, no one outside yeah. the uk is going to get that are they? <laughs> no one outside of our age range is going to get that. No. So, so yeah, just for anybody who doesn't know, because, you know, you're on a different uh, continent or in a different country or a different age from us, Luton is a... How do we put it? It's an industrial... It's a shit tip. It's a shit tip in Essex. Yeah. It's Yeah. Yeah, it's shit a, tip is very yeah. good, Ian. It, it, it was a, a nondescript... I mean, sorry if you live in Luton... Sorry, it's, but I'm sure it's nice now. But certainly in the seventies, it was a um, it was an Essex town that that wasn't really didn't really have anything going for it. It was industrial based, a bit like Reading or Slough. Um, yeah. It was a, it was a place you went to to work, um, but then um, it, it sort of got a little bit above itself, didn't it? It became a little bit trendy for a while, um, mainly because of Luton Airport. <laughs> oh, and and um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and. Which is where our hilarity is, because, yeah, yes. in the 70s, you had Lorraine Chase, who, as far as I can remember, was, you know, famous for being, well, common, basically. Yeah, and yeah, that was, that was her, that was her shtick. I don't common think and an thick. Yeah. Common and thick, I think, was yeah. her, her, her attributes. She, she was the 1970s version of uh, Stacey Solomon. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she got a career totally out of the advert. Yeah. Where you've got a rather posh bloke saying, "Have you wafted in here from paradise?" And she's like, "Nah, Luton Airport, you know." And that in was it. In, in, it, in, in it, in it. Yeah, um, yeah. She that was back when adverts were so important. They were, uh, they could, you could, they were water cooler moments, weren't they? Certain adverts, you would, the world would start, or the world, England and the UK would stop and talk about these. I mean, you could be, you could get a career out of an advert. Yeah, it's it. It's a well, that time. bloke did, didn't they? Do you remember that awful... Sorry, we're going off on a tangent. We will go back to Lutan in a minute. Um, do you think... Uh, do, do you remember that god-awful... I think it was the 80s or the 90s where there was a coffee advert and it became a soap opera. Will this couple actually oh, shag it was or a, not? It was Tony Head, wasn't it? Anthony Head from... That's Buffy. him. Yeah, yeah, from Buffy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was... Yeah, yeah, people would... They would advertise. I mean, this might, in the papers now, they would say the new the new part of this advert's on at eight o'clock tonight. Make sure you watch Coronation Street. Blah, blah, blah. And people would like tune in just to get this advert as yeah. to will will, will this uh, horrible stuck up couple that drink instant coffee will they shag or not? Yeah, um, it was it's such a bizarre. That was time. weird, but yeah. that's that's one on the end of the spectrum. At the other yes. end of the spectrum, of course, you had the Leonard Rossiter, Joan Collins, yes, adverts, which everyone looked forward to about how which he's were it, genuinely she, funny. They were funny. It was Leonard Rossiter and yeah. Joan Collins. You know, she was a, a great actress. Um, is she? I was going to say, is, I don't. Is she dead? Joan no, Collins I think dead. she's still alive. Still alive. All oh, right. Sorry, Joan, if you're listening. So, so Luton, right? Luton, yeah. Yeah, Luton. Yeah. Do you want and to tell the story as to where this came about? Yeah, because apparently, old Freddie went to see Jerry, and it's like I've yeah. written a story, and it's it's the rule uh, that uh, the rules of Luton, and he's like Luton, and he goes, yeah, and he goes, where did you get that name from? And he goes, oh, I saw it when I come into work, when I'm going down the M1, 
I see this sign, yeah. and, and it looks rather exotic. That shows you Freddie didn't know the yeah. UK well, did he? Drive down that road to see how exotic it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's... I suppose we'd be the same, wouldn't we? we you might you might name something after an obscure American town or whatever. Um, I just wonder how much effort went into trying to dissuade Freddie. Can you call it something else? Or did they go along with it as a joke? That's what I feel. Well, there's obviously been some discussion about we can't call it Luton yeah. because David Jackson calls it Lutan, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, and so there's obviously been some discussion about we can't call it Luton. Yeah. No, let it, it's spelt that way, but you've got to pronounce it a different way, David. Yeah, you know? which, again, I don't know why they didn't just change the name. Mm. You know, perhaps perhaps he did. He goes, OK, we'll change it. I've seen another sign. Milton Keynes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got these judges who appear yes. to be three trees on yeah. a ridge. They're, I mean, they're judges in normal life, but they're branching out in this story. Aren't yeah. They? Oh, yeah. I didn't twig that you were going to do that. I'll yeah. leave it alone from this point. <laughs> and yeah, this judge yeah. says that um, you know that Koenig and Meyer have killed members of their society. They have, yeah. Um, what about the grass they're trampling on? Yes, yeah, but I, I'm more interested in how this works because yes. they have a society, presumably of every plant there can talk and is sentient. How are you elected to become a judge? Uh, it's probably what 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 your roots are, really. Yeah, um, yeah, so, um, uh, I don't know. I don't understand how this works because later on, we. Uh, we, oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this. We find out there was a massive war between the, yes. the, the dinosaur-type animals on this planet and the plants, yes. and the plants won. Um, what, were the, what were the animals going to do if they won? Go, hurrah, we've won. It's very hard to breathe, isn't it? Doof, yeah. Fall over. Um, what's feeding the plants? Mm -hmm. um, because ecosystems are quite quite complicated like that you know get rid of all the animals how how are these plants propagating there's no bees to to spread the pollen no. there's no birds to eat the pollen and shit out the seeds that then grows <laughs> so so i'm not entirely sure how this ecosystem works um at all no it, it doesn't doesn't bear thinking about really well that's not the biggest of the questions we've got other no. questions coming up well, yeah i mean because because I've got a question as well about about these uh, our three guest stars that turn up. Well, yeah, this is when they turn up, and yeah. apparently they're the same. They're in the same boat, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they they are criminals because they've broken the rules, yeah. like, like like our two have. Um, so presumably these three aliens have arrived on the planet on their spaceships. Well, th this is my question. So. Because these aliens don't appear to be the same species, and they don't no. appear to know each other particularly well. They don't seem to be part of the same group. So I'm presuming they arrived here one at a time. So the first one arrives, and he gets put on trial, and they say, mm -hmm. right, um, our, our, our justice system requires that we wait around until someone turns up to fight you. <laughs> so they wait around. I don't know what these people are doing, these monsters are doing in the meantime. The second monster turns up. And they go, oh, hang on. You know, although our justice system requires us you to fight each other, let's let's wait for another one. A third one turns up. And they go, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then why why when 
our two uh, uh, Moonbase guys turn up, do they then go, right, we've got the a team of on. three and a team of two. Yeah. Fights on, <laughs> lads. What's going on. And what were they doing? Were they were they just sat somewhere in a in a twiggy prison? A twiggy what were prison. they eating? There's I... no animals. No. They've got they... to eat plants. And they can't eat plants. No. Because Did... that's more murder. Yeah, is there a is there like a, a group of plants that sacrifice themselves to keep these prisoners alive just so as they can wait around rather than kill them themselves? I yeah, still uh, sense. I, I, I'm struggling to uh, believe that these three aliens can actually pilot a spaceship. They don't seem that intelligent, yes. do they? They don't. No, I mean one's wearing chicken wire, one's wearing uh, a raggy ghillie suit and looks like a parrot, um, and the other one's just as bad. They, they don't. They don't. They never seem to talk to each other. No. They don't that, seem well, to have much in the way of planning. Until the very end. Yeah. Um, none of them talk until the very no. end. That, that of course, is David Jackson, isn't it? The green one yes, with the yeah. beard is David Jackson, the the judge voice. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that bird man, all right. He's awful. What is he? he he's awful. Are they? I mean, if you look at his suit, he's wearing it's some sort of like cover or uh, overall sort of thing. Are they meant to be feathers? Because they're I... all like cut sort of in the shape of feathers. Yeah, I don't know whether they're like they were meant to be feathers or. Because they just—it looks like an old ghillie suit, doesn't it? It's oh, the, uh, no, the, yeah, the the parrot guy's wearing a, like a ghillie suit with rags. The other guy—I don't know how—the guy with beard, the, not the not the dark guy with the beard, but the light guy with the beard—he seems to be wearing like tinsel or something, you know, like it's cut into triangles. Yeah, I, I quite like his bug going... eyes. His bug eyes are all right, um, but he seems to have—if you've got a photo of him there—he uh, yeah. seems to have like hot dogs for a forehead. He yes. seems to have a row of hot dogs. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what's going on on his forehead. I mean, the the mask is awful, isn't it? It's it's very I lost mean, in yeah. space. The bug-eyed yeah. one is a very lost in space monster, I think. Yeah, I yeah, these would fit on Lost in Space, but bearing in mind, Lost in Space was like seven years earlier than this, and was a comedy show for and children, it was comedy for kids. Yeah, and this yeah. is meant to be a serious science fiction show. Yeah, for adults. I mean, you, you you think about this story and then you think back to one of the classics from season one with Victor in it, you know. Yeah. There is no comparison, is there? Well, I mean, there's like series one and you've got like um, uh, the the Black Sun one where where Victor and and uh, uh, and um, Koenig are sat facing death and they're discussing what might come next. Mm. The, the You know, the spiritual side, is there a God? What is it? And it's looking at the big, deep questions in life and then you look at this you've got three men in halloween costumes carrying uh polystyrene uh sticks hitting each other yeah <sighs> oh dear yeah because yeah i mean again i mean this isn't the koenig that we know as no. soon as koenig sees these aliens he goes to shoot them immediately yeah. kill them i would to be fair wouldn't you <laughs> kill the costume designer that's what yeah. i say yeah that's that's what he's doing they should have cut to one side and he's actually shooting at the costume designer <laughs> but of course the guns don't I'm work do they? what are you doing <laughs> no, right gun, like like the drugs the guns don't work no the guns um, don't work and no. he rightly points out they can't use vegetation to make weapons no um, i would though wouldn't you if they, they've just been convicted of 
of murder for these plants. I'd be kicking every bloody bush I could see. <laughs> that is a good point you said earlier as well, is that surely they're damaging and hurting the grass. Oh, yeah. As they walk well, in, in that very scene where they're saying about, uh, you know, uh, at the beginning where they're saying about this, uh, that you've killed plants, they're literally stood on grass. And then throughout this episode, they're, they're running through grass and thwacking into bushes and that. You you think there'd be those screams? Yeah. It would be like the yeah, bog of so. eternal stench, the stepping would, yeah. stones in that. Instead of yeah. instead of farting, you would have had, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you, would have been you, funny you actually think. if someone if someone can edit this and put in uh, screams every time Koenig and Maya walk on the grass. Yeah, ah, get off you bugger. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, so so this landfill that they're in, um, yes. you know. Um, yeah, it's English vegetation. Every so often you've got a plastic plant in the foreground yeah, just to, make to make it look it more angry. exotic. Yeah. Um, and Maya says to Koenig, must we kill them? And he's like, yeah, yeah. if we want to survive, yeah. we've, we, we've, we've got, got to kill them. Don't question me again. Just kill, 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 kill. That's all he thinks about now, isn't it? It's killing people. I think he's gone mad. Yeah. I honestly think somewhere between season one and season two, he crashed his eagle one too many times. Yeah, yeah. Now no one's, got, no one's got the gumption to say... Are we going to depose Koenig? He's mad. I'll just let him get on with it. No, he's too... it. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but they decide they're going to put some distance between yes. themselves and the Run aliens. Away. And yeah. boy, there's a lot of running. There there's is a lot. A lo- yeah. Well, it's not even running, though, is it? There's a lot of, of <coughs> shumbling around. Yeah. And stalking. We keep cutting yes. back to the three aliens who are finding their tracks. Terrible yeah. music. The, the score is awful. Awful, yeah. Ter- ter- I mean... It's not it's not subtle, is it at all? No. Um, also, I noticed on the Blu-ray that at one point you can see straight through uh, David Jackson's mask, and you can see yeah. straight to his eyes. You can see that it's a like a, a rigid mask that he's wearing, we rather than some of the latex. That these aren't three humans in pantomime costumes. We just assume this is meant to uh, be. Them. Oh, okay. Them. It, it, it could be. be. It, it could be. be. Um, uh, yeah, so one thing that occurred to me immediately when they started running away is why didn't Maya just turn into a big old alien and, and beat him up? Yeah, yeah, we've already seen that she can do that. So Yeah, yeah. we've seen it in previous episodes. She could t- I mean, at one point she turns into a, a, a big cat, doesn't she? But yeah, just turn into one of the aliens she's already turned into and, and thwack them. I mean, she's literally, she's looking at um, I can never remember what Maya's, she's not like the thing where she has to touch something to turn into it. If she can think of it, she can turn into it. Turn into one of these guys. Yeah. Get into the middle of them. Thwack, thwack, thwack. Yeah, they're true. gone. Um, at this point, um, yeah, because they, they bend down to, uh, to talk, uh, Maya kneels on a bush. So there you go, another, another dead yeah, person and, for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to you know, distance themselves some more from the aliens, they decide to swim across yes. the river. Well, uh, they, they decide to get their stunt people to swim across the river. Yes, yeah. Because that's um, something Blu-ray does show up as well. Well, what Blu-ray also shows up is what's visible in the distance. Um, and I've written it down. You can see, as they swim across, uh, in turn, a white post is on the far side. Some people going for a walk. Uh, a park, yeah, a park bench, and a man in a canoe. Really? Do so, you think there's people that are wandering past going, "What are they going? They're going, oh, it's Coney. He's swimming the lake." Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's nice because it again something we've mentioned in Doctor Who a lot is 
it, it sounds it probably sounds weird to American listeners, but something that shows a big budget in a UK show is things getting wet or things mm-hmm. on fire, and the fact that they get two stuntmen, stunt people to um, swim across it's it shows you wouldn't get a BBC thing doing that. No, no, you would you cut wouldn't. away. I mean, I do like <laughs> at the other side, Koenig and Meyer get out, and literally all they've done is sprayed a bit of water onto Koenig's knees. Yeah, and a bit on wet. his hair, yeah. and a bit yeah. on his hair. But yeah, the clothes are completely no. dry. Yeah. Do you think they I said, think right, so. Martin, we're going to hose you down. No, you're not. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was a lot of that with him, wasn't there? Yes. Uh, there. I mean, that's why he's, he's mainly uh, uh, filmed from his left side as well. Yes. He thought that was his best side, so that's why yeah. very often he, he's just looking, you know, uh, from right to left. Yeah. yeah. Um, and next we've got, as they're going around, we have uh, the dinosaurs wrapped yeah. up in it, ivy. This is weird. So they're, they're, in a, they're sort of in a big cratery type thing, or they're... they're climbing into a big cratery area which is the uh, the landfill site i suppose um and there's yeah there's these sort of dinosaury creatures just stood there like dinosaur s- uh, skeletons in a museum this isn't how skeletons work no what's no. keeping that long thin neck <laughs> why is that still standing up yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they this is where they start to um sort of theorize that that this great war must have happened and that the plants have killed all the animals. Yes, yeah. Um, do you think the plants just got fed up one day? Because they obviously let these creatures evolve to where they were dinosaur-type big lizardy creatures. Do you think they just, like, they're still eating us? We're going to have to I, do something. I want to know, how do you have a war between animals and plants? Do you just eat the plants? Well, I don't. I don't know what tactical situation these plants could bring to a war because at no point do we see that they're mobile no i mean i'm presuming the reason they don't kill they're keeping these people around they don't kill konegan at themselves is because they can't no (laughs) so what yeah how did this war happen I, i don't yeah it it, it doesn't really make any sense. Unless unless they didn't have the money to do it. And yes, the, the ivy does crawl. Yeah. You know, the three judges, the trees on the ridge, yeah. are like the trees in HR Puff and Stuff, maybe. And they, well, and they can all walk around. Um, yes. Do you think then that like they've got they've got a uh, a sort of weapons division army called Ivy? Like, ivy, get on. I'm glad we didn't get that actually, because that that never works in films, does it? The, no. The crawling no. ivy attacking things. Um, weirdly, on this though, we also keep cutting back to the interminable scenes in command centre, because that because in meanwhile this is happening for some reason. Helena's in charge. Well, there's nobody else when there. Did, well, there's no one else there, is there? But when did she become second in charge? Well, she's, she's not. She's a doctor. No. I mean, I, I mean. I, I guess, you know, if Nick Tate was around, he would be doing the Tony thing and Tony would be yeah. doing the Helena thing. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, even Star Trek would never put McCoy in charge because they know that despite your rank, if you're, if you're a, a, a medical officer, you're not a command officer. No. Yeah, it's like, Helena, yeah, she, she'll be in charge. Why? Ah, oh, she's best friends with Coney. She'll be all right. Uh, yeah, we, we cut to this... Um, Horrible, horrible set, which is command centre. And there's like Helena and one other girl there. Who can't um, act. Who can't act. She's awful, yeah. 
Um, and they're talking to Tony. Tony's taken an eagle out uh, to try and find it because the planet's disappeared off of their radar. So he's he's just visually looking for it, driving about, yes. seeing if he can see it. That doesn't seem a good plan to me. No. Space, uh, as someone famously said, space is big. It is big, yes. Yeah. Um, before we move on, can we go back to the dinosaurs? We right? can, yes. Yeah. <coughs> and I've seen <laughs> people... Pleasure. Yeah, people have said, and I think it's right, that these dinosaur skeletons, these plaster dinosaur skeletons, are yeah. leftovers from one of our dinosaurs is missing, right? Mm, the, could be, I suppose. But... Yeah, and I think, I think they're right. But where I think they're wrong is they have said that one of the dinosaurs that you see in this is the dinosaur you see C-3PO walk past no. on no. Tatooine, and it's not. It's n- no. none of that. God forbid that one of these dinosaurs was in Star Wars. Well, can you imagine? They, they, you just wouldn't, I mean, would, they wouldn't have, they would have made it out there, wouldn't they? Can you they imagine? ship it to Tunisia. Can you imagine if C-3PO was walking over that sand dune and instead of having that yeah. long, you know, Diplodocus style one there, you had one of these ones standing upright yeah. like that. It wouldn't be With the Ivy same. With still around. <laughs> um, uh, no. <clears throat> I don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't like to say definitively it's not because weirder things have happened, but it doesn't it doesn't even look like the same scale to me. Um but I could see that it's the same skeleton from one of our one of your dinosaurs and missing that's a terrible film, isn't it? Yeah. That's horribly racist as well. Yeah, no, no, it's that not. It doesn't good. get repeated a lot, does it? Uh no, I don't think that's on Disney Plus either. No, no. no. that'll be that'll be uh, like Song from the South that'll be yeah. uh, removed from the Disney catalogue. Excised, yes. Yeah. Um the judge the judge says that they are fair. The judges are fair and have yeah. given the three aliens abilities. Yeah. How is that fair? But how do they do it? How can a I tree give... Well, they give the green alien super strength, don't they? Yeah. 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 He, and, can rip, he can rip boulders apart with his bare hands. Well, polystyrene or plaster boulders. Yeah. Do you know... Did you know that, that, that those... You know, that um, plaster, you know, rock... Uh, spear yeah. thing that he's carrying uh, is actually meant to be crystal. I guess they didn't have enough money to make it. That would that would make more sense for the scene we got coming up where he stabs Koenig with it, and yet mm. it's as blunt as a telegraph pole. Yeah, yeah. So what, what's going on? Um, yeah, I did. You ever think that uh, that you would be uttering the phrase, "How does a tree give super strength to an alien?" This is very dumb, isn't it? Yeah, um, dumb is a word for this. Yeah, and. Then we've got Maya transforming into a kestrel or whatever. Well, in my notes, I've got Koenig talking to a bird sums it up. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand why she's so pedestrian in her choices of what she turns into. So, yeah, she turns into a kestrel. And then at this point, this is where, going onwards, this is where I sort of, this goes from a, a dumb uh, piece of schlock to... It worries me slightly because this poor bird is treated appallingly. Yes, it is. You know, um, and I, I found it quite difficult to watch later on. It's like, because mm. all I'm thinking about is, this is the mid-70s. They would not care about whether that bird lived or died. No, no. Um, but but Maya, right? This is, the, yes. I mean, I agree with you. You know, she's a terrific character, you know, and old Catherine, you know, she's acting her heart out, bless her she and is. everything. But but the the whole premise of her special abilities 
is just so dumb. I've, I, I've never bought it. It's just a very, very silly thing that makes absolutely no sense. How can somebody turn into a bird as big as somebody's hand and then turn back to Maya without... I'm, I don't understand how the, this process happens. How? Where do her clothes go when she changes into a, a, a bird? Where, yeah, where do? Because well, they come back. She doesn't come back naked. No. Surely there shape, should be a kestrel sat amongst all her clothes. Yeah. Well, the, 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 I mean, the, there's a reason in the real world that there aren't metamorphs. And it's because physics will always win. And it just, uh, it, yeah, well, I mean, conservation of mass. She would be a bird-sized thing, but still weigh 12 stone. Yeah. My, you know what I mean? As well. So I'd love to see that bird trying to flap off and going, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I, weigh, I weigh like <laughs> but an adult. where human. is the rest of yeah. her mass gone? If she's that exactly, small, yeah. where's the rest well, the of only, her gone? The only way she could do it would be to contract a space in between the atoms. <laughs> but your weight stays the same. Yes. Um it, it's, it's 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 nonsense. Well, I've come up with a, a, a an answer while I was making what? a cheese sandwich. Koenig, she's actually she is Maya running about flapping her arms and Koenig's <laughs> off his tits on, yes. <laughs> on Nightness. He's she's turned into a bird and she's she's humouring him every time she changes. The rest of the moon base know it's just Maya wandering about. Yes, and she's doing it to humour Koenig. Look, she's a hamster. Yeah, yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better answer than the one I came up okay. with earlier, right? My answer? my idea is she doesn't transform into a bird or later on a lion. I think more more plausible would be, and, but this would mean that Maya would ha actually have to find a kestrel first. Is right. whatever creature she turns into, she's met one of those creatures before, right? right? And somehow she can send them into another dimension, right? Okay. Just into another dimension where they're held in stasis, and then she can swap places with them, but her consciousness stays put, right? So she swaps bodies. Oh, she's she's walking from. Um... Game of Thrones issue. She's it's her consciousness going into the, yes. the birdie body. So when she wants to turn to a kestrel, the kestrel comes from this other dimension, this limbo where it's just floating there in nothingness. Comes over, Maya swaps places with it, but her consciousness stays and therefore is in the bird. I okay, yeah, that could work. I like to. I like. Let's take it a bit further. So instead of being limbo, there's another dimension that Maya can swap bodies with not minds bodies with so i like to think then and this makes it much more enjoyable episode every time she turns into the kestrel in the other dimension the kestrels all sat in their nest and suddenly boop catherine sherman <laughs> sat in the nest up a tree and the, the, with the, with the mind of a kestrel like, yeah and the kestrel's going johnny what, what what's going on and he's going, oh, I'm all right. going no, you look like human what i'm wearing a cardigan um, that would be brilliant. I want to yeah. see that episode. Yeah. Another question that came to me while I was making my sandwich yeah. is later on, right, she turns yeah. into a lion, right? She does, yeah. A lion. Yeah. If And I can't remember, was that a male lion or a female lion? I, I can't remember. Um, but, it, hasn't right? got, it hasn't got a mane, has it? So then, therefore, it's a female, female lion. Lion, lion. All right, okay. Right, so Maya turns into a, a female lion, right? Yeah. While she's a female lion, right, if, yeah. vroom, like a rat up an aqueduct, a male lion jumps on her, has its yeah. way with her, she gets pregnant, she turns back into Maya, 
Yeah. Is she pregnant with a lion? <laughs> we, or you, you or what? This while you're making your sandwiches. Yes. Cheese, yes. Presumably. Um, I. That's that's a good point because oh, she has turned into males as well before, hasn't she? Doesn't she? She turns yes. into. I mean, yes. one of the episodes she turns into a male. Yeah. So, could she when she's the male? Could she impregnate someone? Yes. But yeah. If she gets if she gets impregnated by a a passing lion, turns back. Does that mean that, according to your theory of the the lion in the Serengeti in the other dimension, suddenly appears? What? I'm pregnant. <laughs> Do you think that's yeah. how the Christian the Christian Church started? Maybe one of Maya's people swapped bodies with uh, with Mary, and she got up the duff, <laughs> transported back. What? Just offended all the Christians listening. Um, yeah. <laughs> the other, the other. I mean, that's fascinating. If anyone's got any theories on how Maya's ability works, yeah, let us know. Because yeah, I, I've always accepted it because it's science fiction hokum. But you're right. It, it, there's no way it could work. No, it you makes mentioned no. You, you mentioned earlier the, the thing. Um, little yes. plug there for our thing in character podcast, um, which we, we we have undertaken. And of course, the thing in that can assume any form that it's encountered yeah. before. Yes, or well, assimilated. It can, but it 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 shapes its own cells to match the cells of the thing. Yes, imitating. So it can't. It can't make a nice cardi no can it? It, it and it takes a while and it makes a mess of it but it it it, it has to have encountered it all the forms we see the monster yes. version of the thing th- presumably on another planet it has encountered a creature that at it least part of it, it looks first, like yeah yeah so that, that that's my point um maya turns into a kestrel but when has she ever seen a kestrel to know how to turn into one? Isn't there something stupid in the metamorph where uh, um, Mentor... Is it Mentor? Brian it's, Blessed. Has, yeah, Mentor. Um, he's gone to many other planets and brought back life forms. And hasn't he brought back a load of Earth life forms? Oh, that's she convenient, a, isn't it? She turns into a tiger, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I... Because otherwise, if she can just turn into anything, why doesn't she turn into like one of the Mister Men or yeah. something like that? You know, yeah. Godzilla turn into Godzilla and chomp these people. Um, <laughs> the other thing that worries me is these these aliens, these freaky deaky aliens. They've been traipsing after Koenig and Meyer. They've seen them at a couple of points. They've had a shouting, slanging match from a hilltop, and then we we learn now that one of them can teleport. Yes, that's the why next ability. Why didn't he ability. teleport early? Why didn't he just teleport when they could see them? Yeah, because the judge says, you know, I'm fair, I've given them abilities. Yeah. But we've already seen the green one using yeah. his super strength. So all three abilities they've already had. Um, so, yeah, that is a very good point. And that is a rubbish video effect, the teleporting video it effect. It is awful, yes. Um, so, yeah, so this this um, uh, sort of the blonde alien... <laughs> He teleports and gets into a really, really bad fight with Koenig, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, I can't remember. Does is that when Maya turns into a uh, a lion well, and no, scares him into the river and he drowns like an idiot? Well, no. First of all, um, he's helped by Maya, which is basically a stuffed bird on a bit of string. That's true. Yeah. yeah flying past. Flapped into the guy's face like a hammer bat. Yeah, and yeah, very much so. Yeah, and then yeah, that's when she decides I'm going to turn into a, a lion now, 
Um, yeah. d- obviously, doesn't share the same scene with this alien because this is no, stock no. footage yeah. Um, yeah, of a lion. Afford, this is a low budget when they couldn't afford to hire a lion. Yep. So you should see the footage of the lion coming towards the camera, and then you see the alien falling into Black Park River, where yes. he drowns. And then they they go, yeah. he can't swim, and he drowns instantly. Oh, a fitting end for him. Yeah. Yeah. And the other two decide they're going to have a paddle, aren't they? They're going to paddle across with a log. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to mm. build a raft and and paddle across. The, the yeah. river. Uh, it's, it's very silly. Yeah. And that's where, you know, they're on this, like, you know, this uh, amphitheatre almost shaped part of the landfill. And that's where they, for some reason, decide this is where the animals made their last stand. Yes. Against the plants. Yeah. I, I, they sort of pull out their bot bots, don't they, on this one. But yeah, Coney thinks this is where the, the Great War, the final battle of the Great War between animals and plants happened. Mm. I don't know, quite know how he knows that. Mm. Um, next, we've got you know the uh, the the characterisation. This is where we get a bit yes. of backstory about the two of them. This this is the point where, whenever anyone mentions this episode, this is the, this is the sequence where they go, "Well, it it was worth it for this." I have my doubts. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think Koenig yeah. is crying because of his streaming cold. Yes. Well, I think mm. also he's again he's 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 out of his mind at this point. Um, because he's I mean, he got into this fight with the guy and he hit him slightly with a a blunt stick and this ripped open his shoulder so he's now bleeding to death. Um, and my one thought was they've ruined that cardigan thing, that coat he's wearing. That's probably <laughs> worth something now. Um, but he he then goes into this weird, almost you know, sort of that he's hallucinating type. It's weird acting he goes into because he's obviously injured so much. I mean, when you, you, you've cut yourself a few times, haven't you? And and got injured. Um, Did you ever go into this sort of? Uh, No, can't say I have. Weird state. Yeah. Maybe if Um, I was in on a landfill in the middle of a heat wave. Being chased by three aliens and condemned by some plants. Yes. I could see that. Um, Yeah. We get, and it's it's okay. I mean, it's not in a, in anything else. It's not going to be award winning dialogue, but it's it's nicely acted. Um, Catherine Shell puts more effort in than Martin Landau does, mm. um, but it also doesn't really match anything we've seen in season one as to where the planet was. Mm. Um, because it, so in in this weird backstory, there's been a nuclear war a few years before. Yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. That's a new one, isn't it? Yeah. No one no one mentions that in Breakaway, do they? No. Nope. You know. Oh, think of the radiation. Well, what about that <laughs> war that wiped out most of humanity? Do you remember that from two years ago? No. No. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, while all that is happening, the Birdman. Yes who can turn invisible, is yes. creeping up on them. That's his power, yeah. Yeah. And Koenig works that out somehow. He's worked Well, this out. is interminable, isn't it? He, we keep getting the same shot over and over again. If he'll, he'll walk a little bit, and Koenig or someone will look over the thing, I'm invisible. And then, but his, his stick doesn't go invisible, does it? So no. you can see that. <laughs> um, 
it, it it's very very silly. Yes, that's a good word. Yeah. Um, but and then Maya turns into some sort of pit bull or something. Yes. Um, and and we, he has a rubbish death. It's really one. it's really um it's really badly edited as well, isn't it? You can't really see what. I can't believe this happens. is Val Guest directing no, I, this. No, I can't. I can't. We um yeah. Then we get some more some more um talking between Maya and uh, Koenig. And I, I've made a few notes, and it's, it's really... So she says, Psychon was a happy place. Like, really, was it? They were murdering people and draining their psychic energy. And she goes on about how, how um, Mentor was actually a misunderstood hero. No, he wasn't. He was a barking mad dictator. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Maya mentions a brother. I presume yeah, that's Where's that brother come again. No. Yeah. That, and there's an exodus from the planet, isn't there? They, yeah. They, they, they went off. Never mentioned again. Yeah, never mentioned again. And this is when they mentioned the war. The war happened in 1987. Mm-hmm. War. It was global and awful. So quite big, you think? Yes. Yeah. And it was a nuclear war. Um, and then in within 12 years, they've got a moon base <laughs> that they're storing all the nuclear waste on. Yeah. Um, had Freddie oh, yeah. actually ever seen this show? Do you reckon? I don't know. I don't know if well, he was well, setting things up, you know, especially with Maya for yeah. season three, where Could she would be, encounter yeah. her brother, or I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's what I thought, because I was thinking, oh, does he show up again in season two, perhaps? So they, what are they setting this up for? Well, we've got Dorzak later on, the story yeah. Dorzak, where you've got another one of her race. Um, yeah. I love what comes up next, where Maya says, um, you know, Koenig's wound has to be cleaned. Yeah. So she turns into a yeah. kestrel with his tiny little bit of cloth <laughs> yeah. to go off and get some yeah. water. Yeah, and then it, she gets a tiny little bit of water on this cloth and then comes back. <laughs> like, that's going to do a lot of good, isn't it? Yeah. Her that's flapping is a heat wave. By the time she gets back to Koenig, it will have dried out or all yeah. dripped off, wouldn't it? You would think so. She could have literally spat on him and got more liquid. <laughs> Yeah, is there an animal she could have turned into that produces water, you know? I don't know. Anyway, but she gets caught, oh, doesn't t- she? T- turned into a big animal and pissed on him, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's promptly caged by the green-faced uh, yes. alien, isn't she? Yeah, so so he, he takes his armour off, which luckily is made out of sheets of chicken wire stapled to his chest. And he fashions a cage out of it, and he captures the bird and mistreats it quite a bit. I think um, birds yeah. don't like being handled like that. Shoves it in his cage, and it, then Koenig is like he's devastated. She goes, "If if she stays in this form for an hour, she'll die." <clears throat> I'm 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 presuming they've set that up in earlier episodes. Yeah, they but have. But then why doesn't why don't she turn into a fly? Yeah. Why yeah, don't I she think... turn into an elephant? I think in the first, in the metamorph and first stories, she can't change from one animal into another one. She has to change back to Maya first. But uh, here, she does change yeah. uh, without changing back to Maya. So, yeah, she could. Yeah, just yeah, turn just into turn an into ant. Yeah, an ant. And you get, what the hell? Or like I said, turn, this chicken wire doesn't look particularly strong because Coney breaks it like it's chicken wire later on. So it's not space armor or anything. Um, why not just turn into an elephant? Turn mm. into herself, and that will pop that cage open. Yeah, yeah. All right, well... Um... Oh, oh, God, no. In my notes, I've just realised as well. We get... Because Koenig's making a bolus, isn't he? Yeah? He is, he oh, is. Oh, God, it's yeah. awful. 
It is bad. It is bad because yeah, he's he's told the judges, um, you know, let Maya go and uh, let the green faced alien kill him. But no, yeah. no, it's got to be a fight, and yeah, he's got his bowlers. Um, yeah. Luckily, we go away from that because we get a really nice model shot, which is Tony's uh, refueling yes, of yeah. the uh, of of Koenig's one, yeah. right? But correct me if I'm wrong. I thought he. Right, so he's in another eagle. Yeah. But he's gone back to Koenig's one to refuel it. Where is this Wait, taking place? Yeah. I don't know. Because he went back... He was in Koenig's eagle that had the problem with the... Oxygen. Whatever it was, oxygen. He went back to have that fixed. Now, at that point, did he get into a new eagle? Yeah. And that's the one he's trawling about in. Or did he get that fixed and then come back? Why is he refueling an eagle in space? I don't know. Why didn't he go back to the moon and come back? Yeah. It's a Maybe nice model shot, though. I, that that yeah, refueling no, I arm is, yeah. is really nice. I'm presuming nice. it's from something else, is it? Was it used in a different episode? I don't does know. Feel like they're making up these bits with clips, doesn't it? It most probably will be from something else. Yeah, I like the fact that we've got a reason why there's a little circle on one of those leg pod things. Yeah, you know, well, I, like, um, I like that. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, probably yeah. was that probably was thought out from the beginning as well. Yeah. You know. um, meanwhile, back on Lutan, um, Lutan yeah. finally, old Greenface gets to talk, and he's not a mindless, you know. No. Monster. He can talk. He doesn't want to kill either, but it is necessary to kill. Yeah, he's going to do it. Do you think he's gone through this before? Maybe there were more than three aliens yeah. uh, before Koenig and Maya arrived. Hmm. Because the, the, the plants say that... Did they say that if if you win, you can leave? I, I don't I know. Can't I can't I don't remember. know. Um, but we get a terrible, terrible fight again, don't we, between... Uh, Koenig and the green-faced alien. Yeah, I've, where, I've, I've got yeah. rubbish combat, now my words. It's awful. And, and Koenig uses this pathetic uh, bolus that he's created and chucks it at the alien. Um, the alien <laughs> strategically falls over and hits his head. I thought he was dead at that point, but evidently he's not. Mm. So then Koenig gets his, his big polystyrene spa, and it's the old... Uh, Arena and Blake uh, Seven, in Blake Seven, yeah. where the hero can't kill the villain. Now, I it, it just doesn't ring true here, because Koenig's like, I'm not going to kill him. I'm not going to do it for your entertainment, sort of thing. Um, and then at this point, all the plants then revolt against the judges because they've seen <laughs> they've seen Koenig's humanity. Um, I don't know what what it's got to do with them. They're not human. Um, and they go, they go, we're going to rebel and, and take over the planet, us blades of grass. And the judges go, oh, okay, then we'll let you go. You've taught us the error of our ways. Um, it, none of it makes any sense. I love the fact these plants are talking and shouting yeah. down the judge. Yeah. What it's, a strange little society this is. It is. I would love to, I'd love to actually have a big finish series about Lutan. Uh, and ha and everyday life of these plants, <laughs> what they do. Yes, narrated um, by Alan Titchmarsh. Yes, yeah. Yeah. All um, right, well, yeah, he's overruled. This judge is overruled yes, by yeah. these natural plants, and he's told to leave, right? Which they're just about to do. But what happened yeah. to the green-faced alien? Because he lost. He lost, yeah. I'm presuming the plants just kill him. 
Oh, right. So he's dead. Sheep. I don't right. know. I, I honestly don't know. They just give up at that point. It's like, oh, we've had enough. Let's just, let's get Tony in and have a laugh. We do get another nice model shot, though. You we know, do, yes. Eagle yeah. landing. Uh, always, always a plus point. Yeah. Enjoy those. And, and that's the end. We've got to yeah. go back well, to Moonbase Alpha, of course, for the Alpha summing for, up. Yeah. The hilarious... This happened... I mean, it, it did happen a couple of times in season one, you'd get a weird end scene. But normally Comedy it was a bit philosophical. Ending. Yeah, normally it was a, like a you would pan up to a window and you would get tinkly music. It's like, did yeah. that happen? Do, 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 do. In this one, so... Um, they're in... I, I, I presume they're in uh, Helena's quarters or whatever. And um, Tone is given uh, Maya as a, as a sort of thank you or whatever for surviving a, a bowl of plants yeah i don't well what's going on and it's Pres- uh, we can have this presumably on the flight thing, back yeah. to the moon yeah you know they did, would have said what they had done well, in which case you don't give us so embarrassed plant. about it yeah perhaps so embarrassed. well i'm done here nothing maybe and that's and that's um, how it that's ends the end of it, it yeah. ends um and thank goodness for that shockingly awful um it was bad wasn't it it's it's watchable purely on the grounds of the stuff that has been is in it from a previous show isn't it it's like i say you can enjoy maya's bits and you can enjoy a bit of coney and there's a little bit of um dialogue in it again i don't think that dialogue is as good as people think it is or or remember it as um there's nothing if you saw if this was all you saw space 1999 you wouldn't you tune in again bother. the next week, no, would you? No. Yeah, if this was episode one, you go, oh, like new new show, Space 999, or something, watch, and you see this, I don't think you'd get to the end of it. No. It I was a slog to get so. through it, I must say. It was a yeah. slog. Yeah. Compare this to um, Dragon. No, you can't compare it. So or no, War Games, no, or Dragon's it's, it's Domain. Yeah. Or War Games, pretty much any of, any of season one, really. Possibly most of season two. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't see the rest of season two being worse than this. I mean, perhaps it is. Perhaps I do need to watch it. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything worse. I'm sure well, maybe there are comparable ones. I don't know. Uh, I got two things on behind the scenes for okay. this. Yeah. Um, um, initially, in the script, uh, Maya didn't change into a lion. She was meant to change into a grizzly bear. Oh, right. right. I Which I think would be terrible. Well, no, I, I think they would have used a man in a grizzly bear costume, which would have been would even be worse. Yeah. He would have been wrestling one of the aliens, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, mm. Do you remember? Do you remember um, the Monty Python episode, Scott of the Sahara, where Captain yes. Scott wrestles with the well, lion? We yes, that. that's thrown in. That lion yeah. Suit. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The lion instead, uh, that footage of the lion, was from a 1958 Patrick McGowan film, right, called Nor the Moon by Night, which was, uh, in America, was called Elephant Gun, right? That's from there. Um, And then I've got a quote from David Jackson, old sweaty gan himself, on on the role. What did he Um, have to say? And this is about his role as the the green-faced alien. He says, they had this outfit for me which looked like a teddy bear and I had this big fight scene. I said, it doesn't look very menacing. I mean, a teddy bear. I said, you've got this one alien who looks like a bird, 
like Osiris the god and this other character, why not make him the teddy bear because he gets killed very quickly and I could be a lizard. Right. So they got a lizard half mask for me, long long green and scaly, a long droopy moustache, long sort of patchy dark hair and lots of black leather and crocodile skin. So it seems that the appearance of the green alien was down to David Jackson wanting a bit more. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I wonder what... Because he said, if he said, oh, why not make the other guy the teddy bear? So was the blonde alien, was that meant to be... I think that's the, the teddy bear that he's suit? talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And that's all I've got. That's all the behind the scenes. All right. Yeah, because his, um, the, the green mask is the best one. I mean, it's still not great, but it is the best one out of the three. Mm. I think. Yeah. It's not a lot of choices. All right. But... This is the tricky bit, Ian. Out of 10, the effects yeah. today, you know. I mean, now, I we, guess we've got to we include effects, the... Yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking the model effects. I'm talking the effects right. of talking mm. plants. And I'm talking uh, the eagle stuff as well. We've got to okay. factor all that in. And the monster suits. And the monster suits, yes. Okay. Because you've got a high with the eagles, haven't you? And then yeah. you've got a low with a lot of the other things. Um, I mean, I, I'm, a, I mean, the, the the good thing about Space 1999 is most of the uh, the eagle footage. It wasn't like Battlestar Galactica where they filmed three shots and that's all they had, and they they weren't doing special effects work at the end of the series. Um, a lot of this stuff is unique to this episode, like where it's landing and things like that. And they used to do that, and that was good. A lot of effort. So the yeah, the eagle stuff is really good. Um, because the eagle stuff, I think, would would be getting like high eights. Mm. Um, but the trouble is, as soon as you put it against the rest of it, that curve comes right down. It drags um, it right down, doesn't it? It does. I think, uh, as an overall, if I was watching this overall, I would go, "Oh, yeah, eagles, they're good." But the rest of it would drag it. I think. I mean, to me, this this is a three, even okay. with the eagle stuff in. Because I can go elsewhere and get some eagle footage. Yeah. I can enjoy it in a better episode. Yeah. I was going. I was going to do a four, but no, I think I'm going to join you in a three. Um, um, what, what what you say there is very valid. I, I have absolutely no desire to watch this episode again. Um, I, I want to watch it again, but I want to see the guy in the kayak. All oh, right. Yeah, that's he's the there. Only reason. He, he's I there. When, when they're swimming across, on the left you've got the white post. On the right you've got the guy in the canoe. Yes. That's not. It's not a great thing that that's the only reason you want to watch it. It does. It has spurred me on to, you know. I mean, I've got so much back catalogue stuff to watch anyway. But if I do get a few, you know, a couple of hours spare somewhere, I might watch a couple of more season twos, but not for any good reason. Just to see that this can't be what it was like all the way through. Hmm. Well, I can recommend. Um, um, there's some, you know, effects-heavy ones. Uh, the yeah. Dorcons is a good one, oh, and yeah. and Dorzak is a good one. Bringers of Wonder, I quite like, except for the fact you've got an awful lot of Tony in it, and uh, and oh, and the jealousy I, I, of I, Helena. Yeah, wasn't that's the one with the blobby aliens, isn't it? That's now, that, I, that that other I, ones. I did have that on VHS as the movie version. Was it called oh, Destination? Bringers of Wonder. Oh, no. That that that's that's the one. Yeah, yeah. And and they'd put all um, different music. They'd put like old bits of music from other shows on it, and they'd change some of the special effects. I can't remember who did. It was some American company that. This was the only way to see these Jerry Anson shows yeah, on video at one point. You remember, like they would put laser effects over the Sting missiles in Stingray and take all the music out 
and add stupid narration in that. Um, so yeah, so I, yeah, I do remember that. Um, and I mm. do, as a, as a kid, I remember one episode where there's some sort of, I think it's Dave Prowse as a big Frankenstein-y type monster. And it, he's going through the, the base and Maya eventually turns into a bee or a wasp or something. Um, oh yeah. No, no, no. Ear. Yeah. That's the, yeah. He's in this big hulking costume with big yeah, yeah, like fly eyes yeah. and, and, and pointed ears. Yeah. I, I can't remember the story. Yeah. Yeah. No, she does do because that. This, this reminds me of, do you remember there was a, an Usborne book of science fiction, like a thin, you used to get one at school from the school, like they would sell you books and that. And there was one and it was about sci-fi and there was a couple of pages of of line drawings and that and how they did space 1999 and it was a couple of myers creatures and it was that thing oh god that, i'll have to try and track that down on ebay no no yeah tr- track it down put it on the facebook page yeah mm, yeah all right well yeah i mean if you want to watch one of them if you enjoy it let me know and we'll come back yes. but I, yeah. I, I i think we should get a season one in next time before we go back yeah, to another season I think, two i think so a good a good victor one although maybe I, to be fair, breakaway I, would be a good breakaway, one oh, my favorite episode ever um i have enjoyed talking about this though I've, mm. I've got more more fun and enjoyment talking with you about it than I did watching it. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's just so silly and dumb, it is. isn't it? If um yeah, if you if you have got like a, a group of friends and you, you have a drink or two and, and sort of MST three K it yourself, mm, yeah, I think it could be a fun one to watch. Yeah, because it's so bad and it's so. But as a serious yeah. piece of drama, oh, rubbish, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> <clears throat> no, right. I just um. I wonder if, had there been a season three, would would Martin Lando and Barbara Bain have wanted to come back? Probably yep. not. But if they didn't, we would have had more Tony, I think. That's true. The Adventures of Tony and Maya. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, Ian. Thank you very much yes, for today. No, I enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, folks. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back before long. All right. So, uh, cheers, Ian. Nice one. Thanks, Ian. Right. Bye. Bye. 